So the big question is this. How do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to The Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back. All right, so first thing, today I, just before this episode, I actually went through a, a meditation, and if you guys haven't been keeping up with the past couple episodes, I just started this thing called the Gateway Experience, which is basically, you listen to a CD and it's, or it's like you can get an MP3 or whatever, but I got the CD and you basically put headphones on and you listen to it and it's like a guided meditation and it allows you get to, it allows you to get into deep meditation or it gives you the tools to get into deep meditation. So I've been following that and so far I'm on, I started with wave one and wave one is one of eight. So there's eight waves in the whole thing. And I bought wave one and it came a few days ago. So I've had maybe four or five sessions with it. And I've, there's three discs. So three CDs came with wave one and in each of those CDs, there are two tracks. So there's six different, like six different meditation sessions six sessions and so far i've only gotten through the first two so the first one which was like the introduction i did once and then the second one i did all of the rest of the time and my rationale is the first one was just an intro and it was teaching like the a few different exercises that you would do throughout the wave one but it only got into focus three. And the second one was the introduction to focus 10, which is what I really wanted to get into. And I felt that I was fairly comfortable getting into focus three fairly easily, even without the medita- uh, without the CDs. And so I've been focusing on that focus 10 and it's the introduction to focus 10 and it just takes you through First, you do the, you do your uh, energy conversion box, which is basically a chest kind of thing that you place all of your worries, anxieties, and fears and physical matter into. And then you say the gateway affirmation, which starts, I am more than my physical body because I am more than physical body or because I am more than physical matter or... and. I don't mem- I didn't memorize it, but you say that, and then after that, you do your resonant tuning, which is basically where you breathe in with your eyes open, and you imagine all of the energy flowing up your body, up into your head, and then you hold your breath and run it around in your head, and then close your eyes, and 
exhale with your mouth open and say a mantra. So you like sing or hum and you go, oh, like that. And then you repeat. And then after that, he takes you to focus three, which is basically you will, he just counts up one, two, three, and then you get into focus three. And then after that, you start with, I think after that, you start with focus 10. And basically the way you get into focus 10 is you go through all of the different like body parts and you just relax them and just put them to sleep. So you start with your jaw, you put your jaw to sleep, and then you go to, I don't remember the exact order, but some, basically you start with your jaw and then you go to your eyelids and then your lips and then your cheeks and then like the top of your skull or something like that. And then like your forehead and I'm pretty sure that's it for the head. And then once you do that, you imagine it all sinking in like that, that, that feeling sinking into your brain and then your brain goes to sleep. And then you basically, now that your brain knows what it feels like, you transfer it to all of the different body parts. So you start with your feet with like your toes and then you go up to your legs and then your hips and then your, uh, I don't remember what's next. I think it's like your abdomen. Like for the past few sessions around this time where you're like putting your abdomen to sleep and like chest, I've like blanked out. And I like, I don't know if I fell asleep, but they say there's a thing called clicking out where you just, you are still like awake but you just don't have any like memory of that specific part. So I kind of click out around then. And then eventually you put like your whole body is asleep, but I haven't been able to actually achieve focus 10 yet. I don't think I've gotten to the point where I'm like extremely relaxed, but I'm pretty sure focus 10 is where you're like in sleep paralysis but I've also heard that there's like different levels to focus 10 kind of, and like you can experience oh like focus 10, but not necessarily have sleep paralysis. Like I think I was looking at online and someone said that you get sleep paralysis once you're in like a very stable and strong, steady focus 10. And so that just told me that I may have achieved focus 10, but it's kind of a weak focus 10. And after my session today, that was like the best I've ever done. Like that was the deepest I've ever gotten. So I, I'm definitely going to move on to the next disc, which is called advanced focus 10. And it basically, I read the description of it and I think it just adds in one more exercise, which is your rebel, which is like resonant energy balloon. I think it's called that resonant energy balloon. I'm pretty sure. And I'm not sure exactly. I remember reading about it in the CIA document and a few other places, but I, I kind of forgot what it was. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now. I switched the CD in my 
uh, CD player to the second CD. So I am, I think I'm done for now with the first CD, possibly forever, because I, I can't see myself going back because the more advanced I get, like I'm pretty sure the third CD has just a free flow focus 10 where it's just like a playground mode where you can just do whatever you want and you get into focus 10. So if I want to ever get back, like once I get advanced and get to like focus 12, 15, 21, and I want to go back to just experience focus 10, I just do the playground mode, the free flow. I wouldn't necessarily go back to the first disc, but who knows things could change. And I'm going to keep all the discs just in case. And I might as well because I'll start a collection because it'll be cool to have eventually once I get to that level, I'll, I'll have like all eight packets and then that's like 24 CDs with like 48 different exercises. Um, that'll be cool. And pretty much what I'm doing right now is I'm just doing two uh, meditations a day, one in the morning and one at night. And because that's basically what I've been doing for the past couple of months where I meditate after my cold shower, after I'm done cooking in the morning around like five, because I wake up at four and I meditate around five till 5.40. And then at nighttime, I meditate around like five, 540 to 6 and then like I start around that time and then oh well, actually lately I've been starting at like 530 or 5 yeah 530 or 540 because um these CDs are a little bit longer than I used to meditate I used to only meditate for like 30 minutes at nighttime and 40 minutes in the morning but now these CDs last a lot longer so I have to allocate a little bit more time. These CDs are like 45 minutes so far, I think. And so I pretty much do it for the past couple of days. I've been doing only one in the morning and one at night. But today I'm, <clears throat> I added in one right before this podcast. And I'm going to try and maintain that. I'm going to try and get home around 2.30 so that I can have a meditation session right before the podcast because I definitely feel a lot better, especially because that's three practice sessions every day. So I'll get better quicker, but it's also like very good for me. Like it's just really good, especially if I do it right before the podcast. It's basically like priming my mind to be like extremely focused perfectly for this podcast. <clears throat> and that's pretty much where I'm at with the gateway process. And honestly, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And I might even go ahead and buy wave two like right now because wave one took about a week to get here. And so I, I may or may not be ready within a week, but at least it'll be in my closet. So I might go ahead and buy wave two after this. We'll see. But that's pretty much where I'm at with that. And also, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about 
something that I was trying to remember yesterday. So if you guys were listening to yesterday's episode, it may have been a little frustrating because I kept on saying that I'm trying to remember this one thing to say. And because for some context, I was talking about something and then I needed to, I like sometimes throughout the episode, I say, let me get some water. If I lose my, like, if I finish my train of thought and then I don't know what to say next. So I like get some water and then try and think of what I was going to say. So yesterday I did that. And then instantly, once I grabbed my water, I I thought of something really important to say. And then when I was drinking my water, I forgot it and it slipped my mind. And then I was kind of left with nothing to say. And then I said, like, there's something on the tip of my tongue. And then throughout that rest of the episode, I wasn't able to remember it. But I kept on, like, reminding you guys that there was something that I wanted to say. And the funny thing is, literally one second after I clicked stop recording, like, there's a button that says stop recording on my uh, recording software. So literally one second after I finished recording yesterday's episode, I remembered what I was going to say. And so I instantly wrote it down. So, and I was planning on telling it in today's episode and that's, that's where I'm at right now. So the thing I wrote down is don't tell people your plans. Now let's get into that. For some context, I have been like a lot throughout my life I've been pretty goal oriented kind of I I'm not actually I'm not really sure if I have been but especially over the past couple of years I've been pretty goal oriented like in when I first started going to the gym around 2 years ago I didn't really tell people that I was going to the gym and also a little over 2 years ago when I when I was going into s- sophomore year so Freshman year, actually, right for context, I'm a senior right now. And freshman year in high school, I, I like I was into soccer, so I was always playing soccer all my life. And there was it was a big deal to get on the high school team, and so it and it was a very competitive. So a lot of people were really good, and there was very limited spots. And there was a lot of people trying out as well. So everyone, like, I think everyone was training. Like, that's what I just assumed. And everyone was training. And on their own time, especially. And I didn't realize that very much going into freshman year. And then I got absolutely obliterated during tryouts. And I got cut. And so I was like, okay that like they're all training on their own time outside of so I started like going on runs and just training my cardio and then I but I wasn't telling anyone anything I was just I didn't even like telling my parents and I didn't really like talking about it either I just did it I never really talked about it and that's just kind of like was an instinctual thing for me to do I didn't want to tell people my plans And then I kind of ramped it up going into sophomore year, trained a little bit more, and then I got cut again. 
So then I realized that I needed to actually practice my soccer skills. So I started lifting and then I also started practicing my soccer skills as well. So I got pretty good. I got really good at soccer because I was practicing like every day, taking ice baths. And then the summer going into junior year, I was training hard. I was lifting weights, I was exercising cardio, and I was playing soccer as well. And after all those like training sessions, I was like taking ice baths. My nutrition was decent, my sleep was good, and pretty much all around a very well-rounded athlete at this point. And I wasn't telling anyone any of this stuff. I was just training on my own, keeping quiet, keeping to myself. And then I got injured right before tryouts. So I ended up not trying out that year and didn't play. So I've never played in high school soccer, even to this day. And I decided not to try out. I decided to stop playing soccer because I wanted to focus on entrepreneurship and self-improvement. So that's why I'm not playing senior year either. And to be honest, I, I wasn't practicing at all during summer so because it just wasn't on my like mind anymore I was focused on self-improvement now but with all that said even all my self-improvement stuff like I wasn't telling people that I was reading and when I did I regretted it like I regretted telling people that I read books and I didn't tell I don't really tell people that I meditate and I didn't tell so I've been waking up early since like freshman year I think And I never really told anyone, and I didn't really like to tell people. People kind of just found out naturally over time when I like slipped up inevitably. And now everyone knows that I wake up early, but like I didn't choose. I guess I did choose, but I didn't necessarily want it to happen, like want everyone to know. And so that's that's the whole thing. I never told anyone what I was doing and I never told anyone my goals or my plans. And then once I met my friend who is also on self-improvement, Franklin, we both started sharing with each other, which was good. We both shared each uh, with each other a lot of the things we're planning on doing. And we shared each other our long-term goals and our short-term goals and all this stuff. We shared everything. And we got hype when we talked about our long-term goals. Like, we got excited. And then, like, a couple days ago, I became conscious of the fact that I'm sharing a lot now. Like, even to other people. Like, I'm sharing the fact that I'm not going to college, which is okay, but I wasn't doing that at all until a few weeks ago. And then I'm also telling them that I'm like going into business, like I'm going to make my own business. And I'm like, I'm, I told this other person that I'm moving to Hawaii. Like there's, this is just my goal. It's not even manifested yet. Like it's not even real yet. And I'm just telling people this stuff. And so I kind of came, I became conscious, conscious of it the other day. And I actually became conscious of it during one of my meditations and not my meditation, but after my meditation, 
or I think it was during my journaling and I wrote down like, stop telling people my plans and I got to go back to being secretive because that is like, that's all like, don't just lay low. And it's also applies in transurfing. So if you've never heard of transurfing, it's basically a worldview and there's a book about it called reality transurfing, uh, steps one through five. And there's actually a few books about it, but that's the one I recommend because that's the only one I've read so far. I plan on reading the other ones eventually, but not right now. And that, like, the fact that you shouldn't tell people your plans or your goal is also in transurfing. And that is, like, one of the most important things. Like, you should not tell people of your plans. And I was talking to my friend about that, like, my friend Franklin that, I, we've talked to each other about all the time and I, we both realized like I was telling him and then he was like, Oh yeah, we got to stop doing that. Like I just realized that. And so I'm not even sure if I'm going to be telling him my plans either anymore. Like I got to get back to being secretive because I've kind of like stopped. I I've, I'm still growing and improving a lot, but I feel as though my progress is halted because I'm telling people my stuff. Like I'm telling people I got to just lay low and work on my business because I'm not even going to lie. I haven't worked on business in a long time. And I, now I kind of think that it's because I told people I was working on business, even though I'm not even doing anything for business. I'm literally only making a podcast and yeah, that's good. But like, come on, you know, like I'm slacking off. And I got to just stop. I got to lock in, be quiet and stop telling me people my plans. And I was telling my friend Franklin, I was actually saying, we got to play the fool. We got to be a fool now because that's what I was doing before. Like I would always hide what I was doing and just act like I was like playing video games or doing something not like I was just acting like I wasn't doing anything like and that's like playing the fool. You present it present the fact that you're not doing anything when in reality you're actually working your butt off and making things happen behind the scenes and eventually once you actually achieve that goal you'll be able to tell people that's pretty much like where I'm at right now with that that's like one of the biggest things that I got to change right now stop telling people my goal and I actually have started doing that because um people the people that I told that I'm graduating early are like asking me today. Some, a few people asked me, um, what am I going to do after, after school? Like, what am I going to do second semester when I'm not there? And I was just like, I don't know. We'll just have to see, even though I know exactly what I'm going to do. Well, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but I could have at least said like, I'm going to keep recording my podcast. Like they don't know that I have a podcast, but I could have, outed like I could have basically revealed that like there's a lot of things I could have revealed but I chose not to I chose to be the secret of fool and also another thing is yesterday some people were asking me some other people were asking me about that because word spread and then they were like what are you gonna do and I was like I don't know and then they're like well are you gonna do business or what are you gonna do and I was like I don't know if, if I knew I'd be doing it right now. Like that's me playing the fool. Like that, that's the new, that's the old mindset that I have to put back on because 
that's how you like grow grow and improve the fastest and i was actually looking it up there's mixed studies about this i was looking up should you tell people your goals and one of the things that i looked at they said you're four times more likely to succeed but that they said if you tell someone who you respect like someone who's like objectively better than you who's like further along than you then you should tell them and they said you're four times more likely to succeed because you value their opinion of you and you respect them a lot and you don't want to let them down but then i looked at a different thing and they said no don't tell anyone your goals until you achieve them because you're going you're, you're way less likely to succeed and so i think that sure maybe tell someone who's better than you but i feel like it's just better not to say just keep your mouth shut and that's something that i'm pretty sure like since i started my podcast like i don't think i'm gonna keep my mouth shut on the podcast because i'm documenting i'm documenting my journey and it's different when you say it on a microphone like to a microphone basically i'm right now i'm basically speaking to myself it's different when you are speaking to yourself and you say it than if you say it to a person in real life and you get that reaction because a lot of the times the reaction gives you like gratif gratification like right away and it's basically like, oh, I already got rewarded for this even though I haven't achieved it yet. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about that right now. So... That's where I'm going to be headed moving forward. Now, let me get some water. So, I've got a... This weekend... I think on Saturday. So today is Thursday. In a few days, I won't, I will have my second time where I don't record an episode. So the first time was a couple weeks ago. I had a weekend where I was out of town and I think I missed two episodes maybe. And then, but I recorded beforehand. So I missed two days of recording. But this weekend is another weekend where I'm going to be out of town and I'm going to miss one day of recording. But it, sh it shouldn't be too bad. And I'm actually going to bring my headphones with me and the CD player and try and do the gateway experience in the car. And also, I actually kind of... I want... Okay, so the gateway experience, the meditation thing... They said you can do it laying down or sitting up. And I always do it laying down like on my tatami mat. But I want to try it sitting up because they said do it sitting up. But if you do it sitting up, then you have to have your neck supported because you have to be able to like relax your neck completely. And if you relax your neck, like right now, if I relax my neck, if I was sitting on while I'm sitting on this chair then it would just like fall forward and it would just fall to the side. My head would fall to the side. But you have to get like a pillow or some or some like support. And I instantly thought of this like one of the 
like the airplane pillow things, which I might actually buy one of those so I can try, so I can use it in the car ride and also so that I can, uh, actually, no, I'm not going to do it in the car ride because that's too much of a distracting environment with like my family nearby, but I'm going to do it on the airplane for sure. And I'm going to need like a pillow to support my neck on the airplane. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I might actually buy that right now after, or well, after this episode, I'll buy wave two of the gateway experience as well as a pillow to support my neck. But that's pretty much where I'm at there. And oh, that is another thing that I want to talk about. Last night during, actually right after I finished, so my nighttime routine for context is I read my transurfing journal from the morning study while I'm icing my balls. And then I journal for a few minutes until I write everything I need to write down. And then I put all that stuff away and I meditate for like 45 minutes or however long the CD lasts. Cause I used to meditate just normal with no CD and I timed it. I had like a timer, but now I'm meditating with a CD. So I don't have a timer. I just stop the meditation once they end it. And I was going to talk about the, something that I learned last night. So I was going to bed actually after my meditation, I put everything away and then I was like laying on my bed sideways, like actually falling asleep. So I was actually falling asleep and then this thought popped into my head and it was the first thought about entrepreneurship and business that like strategic thought about business that I've had in like maybe months no not months weeks because a few weeks ago I was reading I was actually reading expert secrets and reality transurfing at the same time I would study one in the morning and one afternoon at night and then I realized that it just wasn't working out that well so I only I switched to full-time transurfing and stopped expert secrets and then I, after that, I kind of just stopped like thinking business strategies and stopped really, I slowly gradually started to my business, like mindset kind of atrophied. And then, I mean, which is natural, I feel like, because that's what happened after I finished reading reality transurfing the first time. And then, so I'm not like very surprised that that happened, but like last night while I was going to bed, I just had this like thought pop into my head and it was the first time I'd thought about like a funnel and like the copy I would write on it for a long time and I was thinking about this funnel that I don't even let me think about what it was because it was basically oh it was okay so I have this self-improvement guidebook that I wrote when I was first getting into business and it was going to be my squeeze magnet. And I wrote like a 14 to 15 page long guidebook on basically six step process on how to start self-improvement. 
and it just like was targeted towards people just getting into into self-improvement and I don't think that I and I actually built a whole funnel on it on ClickFunnels and if you guys look up like selfimprovementguidebook.com you may or may not see it on that domain because I bought that domain and set it up on ClickFunnels but then I canceled the ClickFunnels account but as of today like when I'm recording on September 14th it is still up but that may that may change because I did cancel the ClickFunnels account but on that it was basically like a squeeze page where you would I would trade your like you would trade your email address for my guidebook so you you would basically get my guidebook if you gave me your email address and that was basically me trying to build up a list so I can email people and like promote my podcast promote like courses or some future products that I was going to sell and that was my plan I was going to uh get people to get that like get as much name uh emails on my list and then by the time I'm 18 I'll open my bank account and then start selling like products and then I'll have an email list to email people to that was actually my plan I didn't even go through with that but that's besides the point I that thought that popped in my head that guidebook, that 14 page long self-improvement guidebook is context. So I had a thought to make a funnel and it was basically the same funnel, a squeeze page where I would get your email for my guidebook. So it was basically make that and then the copy because the copy is what I was struggling with last time I made it. And the copy, by the way, is like the words on the screen that are trying to sell. Like basically like the words like get now or are you sick and tired of this? Like those, the text on the screen is basically the copy. And I was like, I got in like a, I don't know if I should say epiphany or like an intuitive thought to have copy and one of the most important things in your like funnel is your market positioning and that's basically like what market like how you're positioned in the market and who you're like advertising to who you're speaking to through your copy and you can be positioned you can be speaking to one of three people a Die hard, which is someone who has that. So all three of these people have your like opponent's product. So in my case, my opponent is like self-improvement videos on TikTok and YouTube and like the ones that are edited and all that or even unedited self-improvement, like any self-improvement video, that would be my comp competitor and Basically, there are three different people. One is the diehard. Now, that person is like a diehard for their that product. So for me, that person would be like an, a, a person who is a fanatic or addicted to the self-improvement videos on TikTok, YouTube, and all that stuff. 
So that is one of the person that you could market towards. Another person is the satisfied. So this is someone who is just satisfied for satisfied about those YouTube videos and TikToks. They're just satisfied. They're not really necessarily looking for anything new. And if they are, they're just trying to find something cheaper. And then the third option is the frustrated. And the frustrated are people who are not happy with their current product. So for me, it would be people who are not happy with the TikToks and the YouTube videos. They're not happy with that type of content or what they're receiving from it. Basically like the addictive and like the mental destructive, like the mind destructive thing from that stuff. And that is basically the three types of customers. My my issue, my mistake is I usually was just advertising towards the diehard. And the diehard, you're never going to get. You can only get the satisfied if you have a cheaper price or some better alter, like option. And so that just leaves one group, the frustrated. And those are the best. Those are who you want to market towards because those are the people who are basically looking to give you money. Like the second you say you have a different option, they're basically going to give you money. And so that's what I like have come to learn like and actually realize now. And last night I got that epiphany where I like the copy that I was going to think to create was, I don't remember exactly. I wrote it down because last night when I was about to fall asleep, I got that like intuitive thought and then I was like should I wake up and like write this down or not and then I just ended up writing it down and so I wrote it down and it's in my journal but I forgot exactly what it like what the copy is but the like the person who I'm targeting towards is someone who is frustrated with like the YouTube TikToks and the YouTube shorts and like the edited YouTube videos that are like addicting to watch all about self-improvement. So I was thinking of creating my funnel with the copy speaking towards that frustrated person and then having the, what's it called? Having like buying ads on YouTube that would show up on the search list when someone searches for like an unedited full length YouTube video on self-improvement. So that would basically be my customer, even though I'm not sure if that would even be my customer because I would still like diehards and satisfied would still click on that because there are people who are diehard and satisfied on those types of videos. So I don't know. I don't know like exactly where I would put the ads towards, but that's kind of just something that is on my mind right now that kind of came up last night, but I'm, I don't have any intention on acting on it right now at the moment. Right now I'm just focused on podcasts and, uh, and meditation the gateway process and that's also one thing right now would be a prime time to act because 
Right now, everyone just thinks that I am only working on my podcast. Well, not everyone. Like, my family. Only, like, the only thing they think I'm doing is my podcast. So, that is what I'm talking about, about being secretive. If they, like, only think I'm doing my podcast, then I can be down here, like, a little bit longer every day. Or a little bit longer once a week. And then crank out that extra work that needs to be done then I can actually be secretive and actually work towards my goal without any social things inhibiting me or any like mental blocks or any like expectations from others. Like basically that. So it's all about working secretive. Um, I really think that it's huge. Let me get some water. So I want to talk about the gateway process a little bit more. And for some context, I've been talk I've been reading a lot about it. And there's actually a few PDFs, like from a few from the CIA and then one from I think they're all from the CIA actually. Um maybe there's one from the Monroe Institute and then one from this one guy who went to the Monroe Institute like the, the went to the actual retreat retreat at the Monroe Institute. So I've read all the ones from the CIA, like all the mainstream ones from the CIA. And then the one from the Monroe Institute, the four page long one I read. And then there's another one that I found the other day, which is basically like my experience at the Monroe Institute. And it was basically a blog, like kind of like an article written by a guy about his experience at the Monroe Institute. And it was very interesting reading about it because, first of all, like the context he gave, I don't really feel comfortable sharing uh, some of the specifics right now at the moment. Uh, but there are some awesome things. Like, for example, one of the things is a bunch of the Monroe Institute graduates are able to get out of body consistently. And so they all on Tuesday nights they get out of body and then meet up at the Monroe Institute in front and kind of just hang out like while they're out of their bodies like they're literally in their soul their souls are all hanging out so that's cool and there's some other stuff that is very interesting that he was saying but I want to talk about how he actually went to the he actually went to their retreat. Like right now I'm just doing their at-home training course, their at-home like like at-home practice course. And they like he the, that guy actually went to their retreat because they hold a retreat at the Monroe Institute with a couple like, I think he said there's 12 or 24 people at a time. And they, honestly, like, it sounded really cool. They basically all fly in or drive in. And it's just, like, a very chill experience where they're all just, like, hanging out, having a good time. And then they, like... 
there's i think he said there's like i'd have to check but there's like four or six or three sessions a day where they would just meditate and the the place they meditated in is they'd all have their own individual booth like they had their own booth which was cool and it was just like a bed uh headphones and like a a dial to adjust the volume and also there are speakers like they could choose between using the headphones or using the speakers and they and then there was also um a like high-tech control panel in the other room where the actual trainers would be sitting and feeding them their like noises and then they would also speak in into their microphones and speak to them while they're in the meditation and train them and so i just thought it was a very cool like vibe and then there was actually this one woman who he met there who was able to get out of body who was able to do all kinds of things like all kinds of awesome things and then she and then once they all left the guy the guy who is like wrote this story he was he actually didn't um he th- he was thinking to himself that he actually didn't get that much out of that week because he didn't grow that much as much as he was hoping cuz he was kind of trying too hard but then he actually like started to smell and mind you they were set like they were all at their own homes at this point he smelled like this lady's perfume and then he called her and asked her if she had visited him out of body and she said yes so basically she visited him out of body but he was able to sense that like and he wrote down that he actually did get a lot of out of that week because his like perception to subtleties in the energy field like subtle energies like that he's able to actually perceive many different things than that he wasn't before like if that woman had visited him before then he probably wouldn't have noticed because he wouldn't have been so perceptible to that energy. And like this stuff may sound weird and crazy, but honestly, I kind of feel weird saying it like, but I'm starting to actually believe this stuff. And I'm going to prove it over the following weeks and months because I'm doing the training and I'm going to be consistent at it. I have been for the past couple of days. Now I haven't even achieved the first like real state of expanded awareness yet, but I'll get there. It just takes time. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't expect to get jacked in the gym like within a week. Like that's just not how it it just takes time and consistency and practice. And that's bit, I feel like that's the same with the meditation with the gateway process. Like you're not going to be able to get out of body consistently after a week of practice. It just takes time and practice and consistency. And I am going to have all of those because I added it to my routine and I do it two times a day and I'm going to try and get three times a day because I feel like the morning and nighttime are kind of hindered because I 
I'm like tired. I'm still a little like tired in the morning. And then I'm also tired at night because I'm about to go to bed. So sometimes I fall asleep. And so that's why I want to do it, add another one before the podcast for many reasons. For one of that reasons of the po- the tiredness, but also because if I can get the meditation and get that focus level during the podcast, then it's going to be so much better. And I actually feel like this episode was a lot better. And actually yesterday, over the past couple of days, I was talking about how, for context, if you haven't heard on my podcast editing software, there's this one option to remove the silence, like remove all of the silences. And it, when I first started recording, like on episode 15 is when I first started using that software, I was getting like 800 to a thousand silences, I'm pretty sure. And then I think it's around there, but I was getting a lot of silences. And then recently I was getting like below 500 and then I would have the marker of below 500 is like a very good episode. And then I've gotten better and then below 400 is a good episode, like in the 300 range. And then I never broke 300. Like I was never able to get below 300 silences. And then yesterday's episode, I got 299 silences. So that's my record. And I actually think that maybe this episode will be better. Like maybe I'll get even less silences in this episode because I think that this episode was a lot better simply because I have a lot more focus. So because I just got done with that 45 minute deep meditation session. So my mind is very clear and I'm very, I have a lot of clarity and my focus levels are higher. And so it's, I'm like able to get into the zone a lot easier, a lot easier. So I don't know. Only time will tell in like 11 minutes. Once I'm done with this episode, I'll be able to, well, actually it's going to take a little bit longer. Actually, yeah, around around like 15 minutes, I'll be able to see how much silences ha- have been in this episode. So that'll be interesting to see. But I want I want I have one more thing to talk about. So a couple days ago, I think yesterday actually was my first one, either yesterday or two days ago. But yeah, I think it was yesterday. But yeah. Over the past couple of weeks, I've been trying to improve my breathing and I never was able to consistently improve because, well, I, at the time I didn't know. And then a couple of days ago, I became conscious of the fact that I wasn't consistent. And so what do I do when I want to get consistent? I add it to my routine. Like that's what I've done with everything. And then I, so I decided to add doing breathing exercises in my morning routine and I basically my the easiest uh well, okay here's one thing for context successful people know how to like make things as easy as possible and so I know that I'm not going to be able I'm not going to stick with getting myself to do the hard breathing exercises like right away. And so I know that I have to build a positive feedback loop. Like I have to get some results before. So I just decided to do the easiest breathing exercise in my opinion. Um, 
which was the only one that I was willing to do. And it is a no sound blocking exercise, which basically you breathe in and out normally. And then on the exhale, you hold your breath. So you have nothing in you. And then you start walking and count your steps. And then once you have a strong desire to breathe, then you breathe in uh, through your nose and try and control it as like try and calm and control your breath instantly and get it under control. And that's basically the breathing exercise that I chose to do. And so I decided to add it to my routine and I wanted to get a walk in because you're supposed to do it while walking. So I decided to add it into my routine after my shower. So I wake up, get a glass of water and then shower. And then, and then I decided to add in a walk. And by the way, I wake up at four. So I'm done, done in the shower around like 425. So around like 4.30, I'm walking around my block at 4.30 a.m. And it's actually a very cool vibe. There's no cars out and there's no people out. I'm just out alone. And I live in the city, but I'm kind of like in the suburb a little bit. It's like a mix between a city and a suburb. Um, The town is called Oak Park. If you are interested, it's in Illinois. And it's right outside of Chicago. And if you go on Google Earth, you'll be able to see the vibe. But I live there, and that's basically, like, very cool. Because there's, like, animals that roam. It's just, like, city animals. Like, there's a bunch of bunnies. This morning, I probably saw, like, 20 rabbits. Or I don't know if rabbits and bunnies are the same, but I saw, like, 20 bunnies like walking around at 4.30 in the morning. And that was just super cool. And then I also saw one coyote. Like I saw a coyote, which was awesome. I was just walking around, vibing. And then I saw a coyote also enjoying himself, like vibing. And the funniest thing, he was walking on the sidewalk, like civilized. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He's walking on the sidewalk. And then he did something like that I like laughed at. He wanted to cross the street. So he like looked both ways and then he crossed on the crosswalk. And I was like, that is one civilized coyote. <laughs> so that was, that was something pretty cool that happened this morning. And I think there's going to be a lot to come with that kind of thing because I'm adding that. I added that to my routine, my morning routine so I'm going to be going on a walk every single morning. It's like a 10 minute walk. It, I record, I timed it the first time I went yesterday and it was like, I think it was like less than eight minutes. It was like seven minutes and 30 seconds. And basically I just go on a walk and do, I try to get eight sets of that nose and blocking exercise. So I basically just hold my breath, walk until I can't, until I need to breathe. And then I breathe, control my breath, and then I rest for like a couple seconds, and then I hold my breath again. And I've only gone like twice, and so I'm, I don't have like the timings correct yet, but over time, I'll be able to see like exactly the spot, like the location. So once I pass like a certain bush or once I get to a certain house, I start the exercise. So I'll be able to like make it more effective and optimal so to the point where I can actually get eight, eight re- sets in with like equal 
amounts of rest in between all of them. But that will just happen. I mean, I could figure it out like right now, but I'll just figure it out over over the days because the days will pass. And I'll like as the days pass, I get more and more experience and progress. So that's and I actually definitely feel like my breath has gotten a lot better. And my breathing has gotten a lot more effective. Now, my bolt score has not necessarily reflected that. This morning, I think I got 11 seconds, but it's definitely going to improve now that I have consistent consistency in the practice. But now I want to talk about one last thing. So there's this energy exercise. So I've been practicing my energy, improving my energy over the past couple weeks w- with this um meditation that I'm doing trying to get into focus 10 and like you do the resonant breathing where you imagine all of your energy flowing up and then you and then on the exhale you imagine it all going out out your feet so naturally I've gotten a lot like I'm able to feel my energy in my hands a lot better now so that said I've been practicing this one thing and yesterday I was doing this um where I I activate my fountains, where it's basically you activate your energy flowing up and down your body, creating a fountain shape, and then it's like a sphere of energy around you. And then I imagine that fountain, that sphere widening. And so I imagine it widening and engulfing everyone and all of my surroundings in it. And then once it's big, I pop it. And then would that would I imagine that happening is all the energy flowing on everyone else. And that actually works. Like, first of all, I kind of sense that my energy levels are slightly higher now. Like, just because I've been practicing a little bit more. And they'll get higher and higher every single day, every passing day. But also, people treat you so much better. Like, subconsciously, they realize that there's a lot of energy coming from you. But they don't really know this consciously, but they just treat you a lot better. And I've definitely experienced that. Like yesterday when I was doing this at the, in the auditorium and I had my, like, even while I was walking around, I had my energy around and people were like saying hi, like people who I was kind of familiar, familiar with were even saying hi and saying my name. Like that was like an awesome experience. And there's also one thing that I heard where like the goal is to have everyone in your town know your name. Like that would be awesome if everyone knew your name, like as you were walking by everyone knew your name, but to be able to do that, you have to know everyone else's name, which is also awesome. You just say, Hey John, Hey Joe, Hey Bob. Hey, like that'd be so cool. Like, and then everyone just says hi to you. And that's kind of like what I'm experiencing at school. I've built up like, like a lot of people, know me and I know a lot of people now I'm that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm like hanging out with a lot of people I don't hang out with anyone except for my friend Franklin but it's just cool to be friendly with and it's also very rewarding like a lot of people it's very like nice and it makes me feel happy and it makes other people feel happy especially when you just say hi to them in the hallways so that's that's pretty much it for the episode. Um honestly, I'm 
like time has flown. I'm on episode 58. I remember when I was first starting a cup, I was probably on like episode 20 or something and I was doing the math and I was like, Oh, I'm going to get to like episode. I'll be on like episode 65 or something. I don't remember the actual number, but I'll be on like episode 65 when we're at funnel hacking live and I'm already on episode 58 funnel hacking live is on like we're leaving on the 26th and that is in 12 days as of recording and i believe like seven days uh no six days after once it's posted i think on the 26th so it's gonna it's it's a long where i've like we've we've gone a long way but to wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.